1: What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If it's your first time joining us, like I say, uh, please tell a friend. Spread the word. That's how we keep this thing moving along. Um, I am so happy about this week's guest. Sal Volcano is one of my favorite human beings to talk to. He's got a smile that's infectious. He's hilarious. He's such a sweet, cool dude. Um, I love him very much. If you want to find out more about me, andrewsantino.com. Uh, not going on any more tour dates anytime soon until next year. We're trying to figure it out. Hopefully the Vax is out there working, baby. Uh, If you're looking for merch, go to andrewsantinostore.com. Right down below, if you're at YouTube, you can look. There's shirts, there's this hat, there's rocks, glasses, all sorts of cool stuff to pick up at andrewsantinostore.com. And lastly, uh, patreon.com slash podcast is where you can find the Patreon. That's where we do one-on-one Cheeto chats, Zooms with the top tier, all sorts of fun discounts, codes, stuff like that, trying to get more involved on there and bring you some super secret episodes that we're going to try to do in 2021. So the Patreon is incredible. Please check that out as well. Uh, Appreciate ya. Whiskey Ginger is supported by Squarespace. Guys, I've talked about Squarespace before in the past. If you're looking to blog or publish content, or you've got an idea, or you have an item you want to sell, Squarespace is the best place to get it done. I've used Squarespace for my own site. Um, It's incredible. They have uh, templates that are already set out for you to manipulate in your own way, uh, make it easy for you. I'm not a smart man. You might be a smart person, but uh, it's good for all of us, okay? It was very easy to use for me, which I enjoyed because I'm not so good on the technologies. Um, But they have 24-7 award-winning customer support, which is great when you're confused. You let them know. They'll tell you how to fix it. It's analytics that help you grow your business in real time. Um, Squarespace is committing to customize your look to your wants or needs, and uh, they really are making you make yourself look good, baby. Easily create a website all by yourself. Um, go over to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code whiskey. Save yourself 10% your first purchase of a website or domain. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Whisk. Ginger beer. Sturdy Ginger. Like bears. The ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey, and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like
0: gingers.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's Sal Vulcano. Volcano. Hello. Sal Vulcano. Cheers to you, brother. Cheers. Came Cheers.
0: Oh, you did. Yeah, good to see you. Good to talk to you. Like I haven't seen you in a while. We haven't really long a time, while, but you're one of my faves, and I always wish we hung out and I got to see you more. So, we'll fix-
1: same man. Well, you're you know you're all the way across the country, and right now we're not allowed to go anywhere. So, unless you want to do like a meetup somewhere in the middle of the country and tell nobody, you know, you and I just get a hotel in Missouri or something. Is that is that maybe on the docket? Do you think we could do
0: it this or no? This is gonna be the worst joke you've ever said because I'm the guy that will follow through with that and. You will okay. be on the fucking side of the road, and it might not even be fun because movie theaters aren't even open, and I don't know what we're gonna do.
1: What do you mean? We'll just hang out in the hotel and talk for hours and hours,
0: and not record it. Yes, we're like yeah,
1: we used to. Yeah, like like humans used to Dude, do. Let's
0: let's hang out. We uh, record yeah. it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, no, no, I want to hang out. I just, do you mind if I have three or four cameramen and doing the sound and everything? <laughs> That's become the new generation of of. I mean, look, like I, I just put up a clip that. Uh, you know, like it's so funny to see how these worlds have molded like Jake Paul and Logan Paul, all these kid YouTube guys. Now they're boxers and they're calling like he called out Conor McGregor. Did you see this? He wants to fight. Yeah, I don't just, know much about like,
0: those guys. I know they're like the most famous people in the world. Uh, yeah. But actually, I don't know much about them except that I I was on the phone call with Tim Dillon the other day. Yeah. And apparently like he they all like they're in the same circles now, which is hysterical to me.
1: Yeah, Tim Tim has involved himself in the um the the best the fanciest underbelly of Hollywood. He likes
0: Do
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's not going out to dinner with 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 uh, high profile names of Hollywood. He likes he likes the uh gritty young, super fast, super rich, super hot right now. He loves those kids, man. He's obsessed listen with that. To that.
0: Listen to how you describe them. Who wouldn't? I mean.
1: Yeah, well, dude, I mean it's that's not my kind of world. I'm more of a stay at home uh, play with my dog uh, and my old bag, kind of guy. I'm not a. I don't want to. I don't like to go out, involve in circle. I'm not a big fan you of those have things. have No
0: idea how yeah. close in uh, we are.
1: Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, I swear to God, I'm in pajamas right now. I don't want to be bothered. Yep. I don't want to nope. go anywhere. Nope. I'm 44 years old. I'm you, like look, you're good. I'm good. Yeah,
1: you're good. You did. You you ha- you did it. But look, and and by the way, c- uh, congrats to you on. Honestly, such a successful career that I think you deserve genuinely. Uh, but the other guys, the other guys that you work with from the show, uh, don't deserve it at all, and you know that, and I know that, and that's just—it doesn't, that's even, that's just it doesn't even need to be said. It doesn't. be no, 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 said I When said I, I see them, it, but,
0: they tell mm-hmm. me that.
1: I know, I know. They go, they go, Sal. Thanks for the opportunity. And you say, I, I'd like you to say it more, to be honest, because you guys, you guys don't deserve I do this it. I
0: to them. I go like this.
1: <laughs> you bless them yeah, yeah. God, bless. god bless god bless god bless god bless yeah you guys now i swear to god you guys might as well be do you own turner broadcasting now are you
0: every time we are doing well over there I think like you know knock on wood i don't know we got a few things in the in the hopper they're really supportive of us i don't know
1: no they're it's it's been great us the ball
0: so we just keep running with it so when
1: you go down do you ever go down pre pre uh pre pandy did you ever go down to Atlanta or anything and did they treat you like gods? Did you ever go down to like the Turner, you know, headquarters? And they... I don't know if I've
0: been to Turner. I mean, because we had our offices at True here in New York. And that, yeah. Now they've all melded. So it's like one umbrella of Warner Media and there is really no, it's, yeah. it's all the same chain now. So we're dealing with all new people. Uh, but now nah, I haven't, I haven't, but they treat as well. They treat us well.
1: They do. Now, uh, you know, the thing I want to talk to you about heavy off the top but get treating well, I don't know if it's you or or if you're getting hooked up, but the amount of shoes that you have, bro, are you, are you getting hooked up or are you buying some of those? Dude,
0: I'm fucking buying those, man.
1: You're buying every, you're not getting
0: hooked up at all? Nobody hooks me up, dude. Wait, why? Jeez, I know, I don't know. I've thrown out a net. I've right, like contacted right. Nike and I just get back like this BS thing. Like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. And I'm like, that's kind of probably a lie. I don't know. It's totally a lie. It's totally a lie. I got into sneakers like three years ago. It was actually a function of being on the road all the time and like right. just dying for something. I like, when I, when I find something that's like interesting to me, I go hard. Right. And I'm like, right. right away. I'm like, I want to learn everything about it. I want to learn the hit. And I got into it and I even got in the beginning, I was even like trading and selling sneakers a little bit for fun. Right, you know, like just right, like right, buy, right. if I get something at like retail and all of a sudden it blows up, it's a hype shoe, but I don't really like it. I'll right, trade it right. and I'll buy another one. And I, I like that. I don't really do like that like now, but I uh, I don't know. I just kind of like it.
1: What's what's the most expensive pair you got?
0: OK, so this was a gift, you know, I wouldn't pay this money. I really wouldn't. It was. Ex- all right. But was it, it? Could, they fluctuate, but I have the uh, back to the future uh, mags. You have the mags. Yeah. Do you
1: have the originals or the re-release? I
0: have the, the actually the re-release is more worth more. I have yeah. the originals from 2011, the re-release from 2016 right, actually right. sells for higher.
1: Yeah, why? I don't understand. I've seen that on on StockX and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Oh, so you wait, so you you're, you know this language. So here's the deal. I used to love
1: shoot. All my habits are kept quiet, you know, except for drinking. Everybody knows. But when it comes to like golf, Ian Edwards was on the phone with uh, Jesus Trejo. He didn't know. I took Jesus out to Phoenix and we went golfing. And Ian was Ian's known me for twelve years. He was like, I didn't know. I didn't know you golf. It's like, yeah, I just kind of do things quietly on my own. I don't really. I I don't really show much off because I don't really want people to know. I'm also. I think when you start showing off a lot, no matter what it is, people start to go. Look at this guy, huh? he has got all this stuff. I know. know. And you
0: know, that's one of the reasons I get get scared on Instagram, which is probably how you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I do that because. Oh, I love it. My Instagram's bullshit. It's, 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 it's my, it's my hotel room views, which are always terrible. I love it. wrestling and like sneakers. It's like, I'm a, I'm a fucking big kid, but like I do it because other sneaker people, when we talk the same language, they appreciate it. I'm not yeah. flexing. No. I'm not a flex guy. No. I have no, no, like real vices. I don't spend money on anything, but sneakers. I just really like, I just kind of fucking like them. And so I put them out there and it's like, you know, there's a community in that, you know, so it's like, I just put them out there for that. But man, you just like, if people are looking at that, i be like, look at this fucking.
1: No, they're not. I promise they're not. I, I have an insecurity. I have such a raging insecurity about, about owning things or having things and showing them to people. Me too. Like, but, but you get that but one they're...
0: dick who's like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, You're like, okay, we get it. You got like the newest thing. And I'm like, dude, I'm single and I've been yeah, working yeah. since I'm 14. Right. Like right. I could like you could have bought this too. I'm not like I I didn't show you my new private plane. Like right. people right. are dicks. <laughs> But you, but
1: you do, you do have the private jet. You just don't want to show it off well, to people. Show was, it. yeah. You don't want to show it. No. You don't want to, people see to see that. No, but I think no. So I speak the language because um, I was into it for a while, and then I gave it up. Then I sold. I sold like every every shoe I ever had. I I probably kept. So here's what I kept. I kept three pairs of Elevens. A pair. I I love ones, but I like ones casual. I wear all my shoes. So ones are
0: my favorite shoe of all time,
1: by far. They're by far the 20 best twenty
0: pair, whatever. But, but like they are, uh, I'm flat footed to the point where I have orthotics. So like I'm 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 all messed up. Like I'm yeah. all everything yeah. about me is messed up. I I have sleep apnea. I have fucking psoriasis sometimes. I have my my my, my I have flat feet. I am overweight. I I'm all fucked up. But uh, they they don't support. Jordans are not comfortable. Oh, they're terrible.
1: They're terrible. They're 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 dope. They're dope, but the comfortability level is like I play in eleven I've got like I golf. I told you I've got Jordan golf shoes too. And I had the elevens and they're not comfortable to walk in. If I'm walking the course, can't wear wear them. If I'm got a golf cart, if we're taking a jet, then I'll wear them. But uh I
0: kept it. Oh, you, know, you know, even couple... call the golf cart the jet. It's yeah, the jet. You golf a lot then.
1: I love golf. I'm honestly it the jet, dude. Honestly, when COVID, when COVID hit, I, the golf course, I was like, I'll be there every day. I was At one point, I was golfing.
0: It's the safest place on earth. <laughs> it was.
1: It was. It was. It, seriously. I mean, it was like, at one point, I was golfing four days a week because it was like, I couldn't do stand-up at night. We were pod, we had podcasts, you know, me and Bobby's show and this show, we do on regimented days. So it was like, I wasn't traveling anymore. I wasn't shooting anything. I didn't have anything to do but golf. I was like, so you know. You,
0: did you take strokes off your game or not?
1: Uh-huh. You yeah. Did. Yeah. yeah, at one point I got down at one point I got down to like a seven, but now I'm probably back <laughs> up to
0: people don't know you golf and you you're a seven?
1: I know. I shouldn't I shouldn't say that because now people will know. No, but and then now now I'm much closer to a ten. I played uh, yesterday and I shot a seventy nine, so I was in I shot eight over, which That's was amazing. I mean a seven, what am I saying? I shot seven over, sorry. I shot seven over, seventy nine. Um uh, but it, you know, it, it, look, you, it, that, it, it ranges. It how,
0: it's me and you. Nobody's watching. Uh uh-huh, huh. That's right. How authentic is the seventy nine? Did you take a liberty twice?
1: No, I don't do that, dude. I don't do. I don't play because that game. because
0: you're only defeating yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm a real stickler actually, and I'm pretty. I'm a pretty big stickler for the rules. Like uh, when I see guys, well, when I see, look, I always say two off. Two off the first tee is fine. If you want to take two off the first tee because maybe you didn't warm up or whatever, I I excuse it. There's no such thing as mulligans after that. They don't exist. It doesn't exist. You take two off the first tee. You're, after that, you got to figure it out. If you if you hit a ball out, if it's OB, you got to count the stroke. You can't you can't do this like oh I can't find it. I'll just drop one. You're right. like yeah, but then count it. You know, guys. Guys get away with these little tricks right. where they're like it's, it's, it was right here right right it's like uh, uh, if
0: i if i go golfing cuz i've been golfing for 20 years but i've done it once a year <laughs> right. Golfed right in my life 20 something times 20 times never enough no consistency never right. enough to get good i'm not good at all i have two great golf stories well or golf related things so speaking of jordan and golf i yep. i've i've golfed us a, a next i've watched jordan golf at my hole that I was at. So wow. uh, there was this like a charity event in Vegas that we got asked to host for uh, Jeter
1: Right. Oh, uh, wow.
0: Like because Turner who were involved, like they, they were involved with it. And somehow or another, we got this invite with dream come true.
1: So we go out there
0: hosting this thing and we got to golf and we get to golf in Vegas at the, um, uh, it's like the best freaking. it's like one of the world's most like top class golf courses.
1: Well, there's so many out there. There's Cascada. I mean, did you golf win? You said would, it. We, I would know
0: in a second. It's um, two words, something springs. No, something. Um, uh, I have the uh, actually. I have the, I have the balls in my closet. It's it's like it's it's elite. It's like people are like you. You don't understand where you're golfing right. Right, right,
1: we right. We did right, that right, whole right. thing
0: anyway. Jordan, it was used to be his tournament, and he handed it off to, to Jeter, mm-hmm. and but he still played. The, the The rumor I heard is that his wife had had enough. Uh. That that it was like every year every week, every year that weekend was debauchery. Look, I'm not sp- trying to speak out of turn. <laughs> Michael Jordan, I know he's watching, like if you're watching, don't take any offense to this. Yeah. But um <laughs> anyway, Jordan plays through everybody. So right. every hole I heard I heard it was thirty thousand a hole. Maybe it was thirty thousand a game. I heard it was thirty thousand a hole, which sounds too rich for anyone else's blood. So maybe it was thirty thousand.
1: No, it could have been it could have been thirty K a hole.
0: It, well, because, it's a $100,000 yeah, because- $100, jet, as you call it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jet, yep. It's yeah. got
0: his leather. His name's ingrained in like the leather and shit. Yeah. He, just, he comes and you step aside and they play their hole. And I think they're playing best ball. I'm not sure. But like, and they're all like all the big wigs in their suits are playing. And I actually snuck my phone out. Yeah. I did what I despise every human being on this earth who's ever done to me. But I snuck my phone. It's my... Me, I'm on – give me a break. Give me a fucking break. I'm a right, zealous right. celebrity on Channel <laughs> 1 Million. Don't record me. I'm a normal right. person. I feel it's weird. He is the most famous person on the planet. I stuck my phone out and I took I, – I, I, I teeing off. I had video of him teeing off for like 30K. Like a- right you, have, you,
1: have you shared it? No, never. I might make – yeah, Can't I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it. And
0: then my other golf story, which – and by the way, this tournament was – like, and nothing I've ever seen in my life. They wanted it to be light and fun. So, like, at every hole, there was also, like, different entertainment. So, you can get a haircut and shave at one hole. <laughs> you can get – dude. A, <laughs> That's insane. Had massage beds at another hole. And then hole, like, seven was a DJ with Dancer. <laughs> what? The first year yeah. I went – I went three years in a row. The first year I went, Norm McDonald was the host. And I saw him at the DJ hole. And I don't know him, but I love him. And I was yeah, so excited yeah. to meet him. And, uh, you know, he was blackout drunk. <laughs> point where he teed off in front of – it was nerve-wracking. If you're not a good golfer, you're teeing off. There's a DJ and everyone's staying at his girls and, like, dancing. And he teed off. He swung. And the ball went like one of those things where it goes, like, behind him to the left. It goes backwards, yeah. He was <laughs> swaying looking for it. And everyone was like, oh, man, no <laughs> fucked up he's the best i was like hey norm but i saw in his eyes that he was not with us when i said hello to him he was right, just he was right. not there right, later right. that night they have the gala event and it's like the silent auction and i think like ludicrous played what yeah, yeah. Was, to, was this to, to was this, is this
1: man, was this fire fest is that what this was are you it sure was, this it was like
0: it was like, <laughs> like that with john john ja, ja wasn't there it was like yeah, it was so. So he played, and and it's like 500 people, and and Ludacris has a lot of hits, by the way. I didn't, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, and then Norm Norm is supposed to host that part, and he's late because everyone knows he's wrecked out of his brain. Right. And right. I, I hope yeah, I'm not that he's. But then he gets out there, and he's he does Norm, which is what we want, which is what they I thought they hired him for. But I don't think that Jeter and the turn and the Turn Two Foundation. Really knew, like knows, like they don't want the norm that me and you want.
1: Right, he right. gave
0: the norm that me and you want, and he was like, he was very fast and loose with his vocabulary. Sure, sure. Right. right, and like it's all people in suits, ex-athletes, people donating millions of dollars, and then like Norm gets off the stage, and like he introduces Jeter, and Jeter gets up, and you hear like everyone murmuring. There's like seventy tables, right, mm-hmm. and uh and then Jeter just goes, he just looks both ways, and he goes someone forgot to tell norm this was a children's charity and it just <laughs> <laughs> it took the air out of the room like right, a professional right. and everyone yeah. was crying yeah. laughing they didn't invite norm back the next year they asked us so i took over the hosting duties because because of norm, cause Cause of norm? I think yeah because he got who knows maybe he wasn't available
1: well you know these charity events dude we've all done them where it's like i've seen them and i've been a part of them on both sides where you're like you know what this guy does. Why would you? Why? Why are you hire
0: Gilbert Godfrey to go AFLAC when you know he's gonna fucking? Go, you know, they took it away from the guy. It's I,
1: like, know. I know.
0: What are you doing? This is what he's famous for. It doesn't make
1: any sense to me that that they. Well, you you know what this reminds me of. I, t- I talked about this before, but um, this uh, um, there's a commercial for like Whirlpool or or a washer dryer company, right? And the song they use is ODB. It's hey, dirty baby, I got you. But it, but they go, baby, I got your laundry. Don't you worry? That's what they say. And I was watching, thinking, how funny is it that they've like adopted this song for their corporate commercial? But the song is about hookers. It's, it's about hookers. Un-
0: it's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> it's like they don't get it. The anthem of a pimp. Right. It's a pimp's anthem, and they're like, I put it on the laundry commercial. It, it just. Well, these people, they just, I guess they just love, they love the idea more than I think they like the product, right? It's like sometimes when people come to comedy shows and they've never been to a show, but they're a fan of you. And then afterwards, you know, if they're like, oh, you know, I don't, it's, I guess I just didn't know what to expect. It's like, well, cause they don't, they, they they don't know. Like they think they love you, but like they don't know what they're gonna get. They don't know about stand up and so they talk or they yell and they're like, I thought we could talk back and forth to uh, you.
0: Some of the worst things is when like my my diehard fans come to see me do comedy because yeah, it's like yeah. dude there's a whole world here there's other people on the show if it's not me you know doing a, sh- a headline if it's me like at the cellar or something like that right and then right. they come they sit right in the front and then when i get up and walk off they get up and they try to meet me and they get up in the middle of the show and i'm like guys you can't yeah, do yeah. this yeah, or, yeah. The, or like the com like the comic before me i'll be in the back of the room waiting to go on and like i'll hear someone go like you know like and they'll talk to they'll be doing some crowd work and then they bring me up and then it's like, oh, we well, hear He sound. I'm just like, I can't mix these two fucking worlds, man. I cannot well, mix well, these
1: worlds. Well, it's a bummer because you want the fanship, right? And the fanship is important and it and it's great. But it's also that was something I noticed a lot with Rogan. When I went on the road with Rogan last year for the couple years, um, you know, a lot of times you would get dudes that were acting a fool because like we were in um Austin, we did uh um Cap City, and uh and yeah, these guys were acting a fool, man. And, you know, they were bro bros and obviously hardcore UFC fans, which is great, right? But they don't know comedy shows. And they get angry when you're like, bro, you can't talk. And they're like, why? Why not? And you're like, because this is this isn't you this isn't the UFC. You can't yell in the middle of the like, fight. Right, like, right, 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 yeah. I'm, up, I'm up there fighting. You know, you can you do right. that. You can do it there. You can't do it here. It's so it it's it's weird to watch when you get so popular, right? You're like, you're so popular and Joe's so popular among so many different factions of people that it's weird to bring them in the same room sometimes because they just don't know how to act. It's not really their fault; they just they don't know. Like they just not no, they're I not privy it. to it's, it. A lot of
0: times it's just misguided. It's not coming from a bad place, but right. then it's like you 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 have to speak. Like it reflects on you. Uh huh. Like, I don't of course, want fucking of comics being like, oh fucking his crowd is here. Like it's gonna like you know what I mean, but. Right, I don't know how to reconcile it. So I started not. I I never announce. Oh, oh right, right, never unless you're, unless you're on tour. Oh, on tour, yeah, but like my local spots, like not my nightly spots. I just if I can, if I can help it, nothing.
1: Yeah, I, there's a lot of people in LA that do that too, because it gets you know, it gets it gets hard, right? Like uh, Ali Wong often stopped, uh, you know, didn't a lot of people stopped putting their name up because it it, it was tough. It was a tough balance, you know. Especially if they're just working out. If they're just working out stuff, they don't want that. That's another thing. These
0: people come, right? They, they, they've been watching me for X amount of years. I play myself. They have this bond because I play myself. And they right. feel like that's my friend right there. Like I know all about him. You don't right. talk to right. me about him. I know him.
1: Right, you know? right. So like you get
0: out there and then it's also like they – there's no like, you know, the the lay person, the civilian doesn't understand necessarily the process of how we get to an hour or how we get to what we do. Right. So they don't know what working out means. Right. So here, here, they're coming to see TVs, you know, Sal Volcano and then, you know, I'm working on jokes and they're just like, ah, you know, like, like they just don't, you know, they don't.
1: Yeah. He, he was okay. I mean, it was a Monday night. It was, uh, 11.45. 11.45. He just was okay. Yeah, he was okay. <laughs> I always
0: tell you. They're yeah. like, you were yeah. good. I guy before you and the girl after you were great.
1: Great. They killed. They,
0: of course they did. <laughs> <is. Yeah. laughs> I'm were, like, dude, the, the guy were before okay. me has been doing that set for 15 years, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. There's so many of those people when you're like, yeah, no, I could tell you all those jokes right now because I've heard them a thousand fucking times. <laughs> it, it's, are you, um, so are you? have you stayed in New York the whole time? The whole time meaning this whole pandemic. Oh, I haven't
0: left. I have not left. I, 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 uh, my last road gig was like March or late, late February, early March. And then March 12th, I remember my show got shut down at that point and I have gone nowhere. And I, I am someone who is, I do two between the guys and my solo. I do um, two tours a year, like bus tours. And then it's every other weekend minimum for most of the year. Wow. So I'm doing like 80 cities a year sometimes. And, um, I, I have not, it's been my, that's been my, my past, like five years for sure, but eight years with the guys. Yeah. And, uh, I have not left, I have not been on a plane since in nine months. It's, it's actually very refreshing.
1: Yeah. Well, the plane, yeah.
0: I'm missing shows. I'm like missing being on stage, but I'm not missing the fucking rat race of it. You know, like
1: the travel part is the worst part, man. It that's, that's by far the most like agonizing it's it uh, that's. That's the, that's the thing that they're really paying you for is to travel because you're like, when I get there, I'm having the most fun getting there and dealing with all that other shit in exactly. between. You're like, oh, this is where it's costly, both both physically and mentally. I mean, people don't really realize when you're jumping around like we were. At, at one point, I was in a blur. It was a daze. It was like
0: city, city, oh, city, 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 it, you know? Days of the week mean nothing. Nothing. Hours of the day mean nothing. Nothing. Like just, it just—it means no, it's all one big bull Like it just melds together. Yeah. There's been times where I'm like, "Where am I again?" Like I don't even.
1: Yeah, there's mo- there's most recently this past year, last year, I, I when I crossed into the new year and I started this new tour this year, January, February, March. It was so bang, 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 different cities that I, I mistakenly twice was talking on a podcast about where I was. And in my mind, I was sure that I was in Madison, Wisconsin, but I was in Minnesota. <laughs> like I was like, I know I was in Madison. Where
0: are, Where are you from originally? Chicago. Oh yeah. Cause I just heard that just now. I just heard that when you said.
1: Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Wisconsin. And- yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. The- yeah. I've known that
0: about you. Maybe I don't, I'm sorry. That- no,
1: you know what? Cause I've lived in LA for, I mean, I've been out here. I started out here. So I like, you know, when people say they're like, oh, you're an LA guy. It's like. Yeah, I'm born and raised in Chicago, but I've been doing comedy out here since 2006. You didn't,
0: you didn't do comedy in Chicago first? Nope, never. No. So did you move to LA to do comedy, or did you move to LA and then you started comedy? So I moved after I
1: graduated college in 06, I gotten I got in a U-Haul and I moved here to do comedy. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna move to LA just to do comedy because I thought if I go back to Chicago, I'm done for. I just I knew I wouldn't have done it. I knew I would have gotten lazy and complacent and I just wouldn't have gotten as many spots cuz I just wouldn't have cared cuz you know friends I would have probably hung out with all my old friends and you know uh, you know No,
0: you're right there's a lot of distractions. There's there's your your whole life is there. Your whole right. life is there. You kind of almost right. have to separate yourself a little bit so you can just focus on you know what you need to focus on.
1: I mean for me that was the solution cuz I knew if I was in Chicago and then there the other option was to go to New York and uh you know I was like I grew up in cold weather. I want to go sit in the sun for a couple of years and it lasted I get that till now, you know, and I it,
0: that. you know, you talk about, you talk about like just being like successful and blowing up, dude, you're killing it. I'm doing okay. Life's okay. I would love to, I would love to feel you know, it. I like turn, I, I turn on things and you're in it and I'm just like, Oh, holy shit, dude. Like, I think when I met you or maybe before, after I met you, but I remember you got that, well, you had a showtime special, but you, you were on that, you were on that show. Um, I'm dying up here. Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 This is huge. And then, and then of course. Dave which is like who's not a fan it's fun I'm watching that with my lady too and I'm just like Are you f- dude I'm like that's my boy right there
1: yeah man that well that's we, we it's we've always, been always
0: shooting so it. fun to, to do that
1: are you two now you're shooting two we're shooting season two now we're stopping because the holidays and all this stuff it's been it's been crazy like have you been shooting you guys have been shooting at all we
0: didn't and then in October we started up again and right um, we filmed three different shows in that time uh we banged out a season of this dinner show that we started from quarantine yeah and we banged out a season of a game show that we're doing because that's like just you just bang them out three a day right started jokers which is usually 26 to 31 episodes a season and it takes like 10 months and i did 10 episodes in october november wow stop it spiked again and it was like spiking plus holiday so we took a time out and now I'm, i'm i if things go okay we'll start again at the very end of january which is unprecedented time off for me wow so i'm like i'll take it you know
1: like yeah i mean well look we 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 had to uh we had to stop and start and stop and start because they got to test everybody and then there was like yep. a, per, a perimeter person had covid you know it's like when they're on the outside and it was all this jumping around Roll the whistle oh my god yeah and then so now we're stopped again until january 10th or something like that and then you know dude it's uh, to be very honest I- i've talked candidly about it it's it sucks shooting with covid because everyone is kind of on edge uh there is there's a it's a total lack of the of the f- you know it's it's almost like imagine going when you're hanging out in the club you know when you're hanging out in the comedy club and uh you need to take your HIV medicine you can take it's at your
0: you You know what that is that's for a i'm trying to eat i'm trying to eat six small meals a day (laughs) i'm trying to eat trying to eat six small meals a day every two and a half hours like what
1: like what like what what are you eating what are you eating now what are you supposed to be eating now
0: oh dude i started this thing my cousin lost 70 pounds in like three and a half months 70 pounds 70 pounds dude he's 180 he was 250 big wow. dude he's like six two six three and uh so he did this thing where he eats like like five 100 to 150 calorie meals a day and then one regular meal like protein and veg and you can nice. have that meal at any one of the slots of the t- every three hours i do two mm-hmm. and a half and he did it and he, he was got heavy he did heavy into it he was like weighing shit and and he just He's, he weighs 70 pounds lighter than he did wow. fucking four months ago, dude. So I'm like, let me do that. And then, you know, then, it, of course, it, it goes off. And then I continue to talk to you and drink this whiskey. <laughs> good. And then, and then later, later, I'll go downstairs. I'll make a fucking peanut butter and jelly, which is against the rules. <laughs> and I'll just yeah. say, like, that's equals two. Right. Not doing it. You know, just-
1: well, dude, I, the, the, the diet things I was never good at. I never learned how to do them. I tried one time. And I was miserable because my blood sugar. I'm such an asshole when I'm when I don't eat. So if I took big gaps of time or changed my meals and lowered the calories and did all that stuff, I would be such a miserable fuck, like a miserable fuck to be around. And my lady was like, you, "You're you're you're the worst, dude. Just eat, just eat and and work out and eat. and she's like, "Just eat less shit." So I'm trying to eat less bullshit. You know, like I, I just try to make sure we don't buy. All the shit that I love, because if it's, it's, dude. Especially during the pandemic, I, I didn't hold back for the first couple of months. I was eating everything. I, didn't, I didn't. I, I gained
0: seventeen pounds. Uh, dude, I'm with you. I can't believe you even said that. Because during this pandemic, I've gained, lost, and gained twenty one pounds. Wow. I've gone twenty one up, twenty one down, twenty one back up.
1: You're gonna go back down again. We're gonna get you down tonight. I promise. Tonight it's gonna yeah, you know, happen. God willing. God. <laughs> you know what but you know what's so funny what you said about your cousin with the like he could, you can insert one of those big meals a day, right? Like the one main meal. I know me. I I would self-manipulate where I would go, I don't know if I ate the big meal today. Did I Maybe I'll have another one in case. Maybe it was yesterday, you know?
0: Oh fuck yeah! That's yeah. exactly what I do too. I'm yeah, like, yeah. all right, so I'm supposed to have like 100, 150. Uh, I take liberties. I, I'm just take liberties. And she, and, my, and again, my my girl's like, why don't you just eat three square meals, kind of healthy, and just cut the shit? Because my alarm goes off 11:30 a.m. and then she sees me in there like just fucking counting, like I'm just counting <laughs> like individual kicks, beans, individual beans, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, little kicks one by one life cereal Shit. one by one. Yeah. Cuz yeah. <laughs> cuz she knows. That's a it's a pain in the ass. I mean, it's like but it works, dude, for some people. I mean, like do you do you have any exercise regimen too? Like did he was he working out or is just he was just eating better?
0: No, not any working out. What? Which is what I'm like this is my kind of thing but then i of course I, I i i tell you i was i went hard in the paint with it the first two weeks i lost nine pounds right and i was like oh i i got this and then i started being like well what's how do i i'm losing i'm down nine pounds in two weeks let me just like i could start taking like i'll just do and then i just it just went to shit and then i just started and then it's just like fucking eating i mean the pandemic that i thrive in a schedule in a regimen like i totally i'm when I'm filming, I get up. I have my meal then. I get to think. I do that. And that's when I really drop. But when I'm left alone at home. It's over. I'm just thinking of food all day.
1: Yeah, it's a wrap, dude. Maybe,
0: maybe there's like a, maybe an hour period after I eat that I'm satiated. But like 61 minutes later, I'm like, I, I'm like thinking of the refrigerator. <laughs> and, I'm, and then like, I'm, like I, I'm just self-loathing. I'm like, good. Yeah. You, know you want
1: do no, you know you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> do it. it. Do it. Who cares? Who's judge? Speaking of food, by the way, and I want to plug two things right uh, right now for you. Um, you got two. You knocked out two podcasts at once right now that you're doing. One with us, the Sweet Prince Joe DeRosa. uh <laughs> the sweet sweet prince, and uh, and the other then the other one with uh, a known a known um, bigot, homophobe, racist, uh, Chris uh, Christo <laughs> Stefano. <laughs> <laughs> my boy I, I i i love him so much you have two shows right now that you are doing with joe um it's it's a it's a food show i mean obviously that's the crux of the show there's more to the show but that's based on uh you guys's relationship healthy or not with foods which is funny because de Rosa, i never knew was such a food freak foodie and then i listened and i was like oh it's he's a he's 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 as obsessed with that as he is about everything else i've ever known the guy you know,
0: yeah, it's, it's less it's less that we're foodies and more that we are just just people that will argue about anything. Anything. Yeah. 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 And and so like he's he's great he, for that way. He's he's a great contrarian. And we always get into these real like we just heated debates all the time. We're like, what are we doing? Like This is a podcast. We can just do this. on. We would crack it up. So we're like it's that one is just like really fun. It's like thir- we made it like intentionally short. It's like right. 30, 40 minutes yeah you know, we just take a poll on twitter and we, we that, that determines it and we just argue and it's great because we get we come to the table with with the with the thing and then we don't need anything else we just get the and you just riff it and it's like the most fun easy thing right um, people respond to it so we were talking about doing a podcast for a long time and then me and chris we do the road together the last couple of years we're really close and you know we're just crying laughing on the road together and I'm like we should just do a podcast too and it was like all right let's do it perfect time, quarantine, right? I'm home. We just right. went to my house. And it was like, I don't want to tell people like they're both new. So I'm like, go here, go here, go here. It's like, just let's tell them to go one place. Right. We just kind of like joined together and made this like YouTube channel that right now we're calling a network called No Press. So we yeah. just tell people go to No Presh on YouTube, find both of them. And uh, it's been fucking good. We're only three episodes in, but we have like a bunch banked and it's, people are responding already and those two guys like we're real friends the chemistry's been good so hopefully it's uh it's just uh,
1: it's great uh, honestly the vibe is great hey babe uh with you and chris is great because it's um it's it's funny to watch uh chris in a new environment too because right like i've seen him with Giannis for so long now and now it's
0: finish each other's sentences and stuff. oh my
1: god it's unbelievable yeah but it's, a great, it's great to watch him now with you because it's like a fun new side of him together and you. Um, it's really fun, man. Honestly, I I, I I would tell people to check it out, but I don't want to. So you don't need to go check it out. <laughs> oh, it's, it's wonderful. Wait, I, we got to jump back because I, I, we, we stepped over it. So the most expensive shoe you got are those the Air Mags, the Nike Mags, right? Now, but you have to explain to me who bought
0: them for you. Um, someone that I work with bought them. okay okay well they, actually they had a connect they actually had a connect at nike okay and they got them through that way i don't know they didn't pay for them in that way right right, I think right. they paid like i think they might have paid like whatever the retail might have been or whatever it was still an amazing gesture and i right. said to them are you sure you want to do this because because he said like i paid retail or whatever he paid and i was like do you understand what these are worth yeah, and uh he was like yeah and I was like are you sure and he's like yeah so i got what what what
1: what do they brag a little bit what are they worth now do you know what they're worth what the ticker is now uh or?
0: they're between 11 and 14.
1: that's insane yeah, man.
0: man i would never put them on it's that's i'm not that guy like I, I they're in they're in the box and then in a protective box they're like i don't even have them like my shoe closet they're not even out there there's it's, some shoes i won't they won't put out in the closet even Oh, really? you to wear all those shoes. Well, there's some that just are they, they're too volatile. Like they go up and they're just too crisp and clean. And I just, it's like, you know when you open a peanut butter and you're just like, I don't know. Like some <laughs> people enjoy like ruining the top layer. Like I, yeah. I can't get dirt on the bottom of some of these things, man.
1: Oh man, I stick my dick right in the jar of peanut butter. First thing I do in my house. Yeah.
0: It's
1: my house. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, so, so. So there's a few. So for me, it was that was when my addiction ended. Right, that I decided I liked wearing them. I was going to wear all of them. I almost I wear. There isn't one shoe in there I don't wear, but I sold off so many. So I'm only left with like ten, ten shoes maybe that I, that I that I really love. You know, like the cool gray Elevens. I never wear them, but that's not because I want to keep them nice. I just I don't wear some of them. I just don't wear. You know, like
0: yeah yeah i got i have shoes that i've yet to wear but not because i won't wear them there's only right. like three or four shoes i i just i won't put on right uh, and i tell you i actually i don't know how well you know these but i actually put these on and i can't believe i did but i wanted them too bad the uh the tom Sachs mars yard oh
1: yeah oh yeah oh yeah so
0: i i bought those I, I wear those i've only worn them like three times and they were all like when i did like press and like tv shows
1: and stuff right right right, right. when you well that's see that's an appropriate time because you're on you look you get picked up in a car you get you're on a carpet you're in a room like you're not outside in the streets there's no risk of getting scuffed you know what i mean it's like scuff don't understand no i know scuff level there scuff level risk level is like two you know, it's, you're close to zero on that but when you're out I, I just when you're when people go out and they just wear you know, if somebody's wearing like those Carolina off whites or something and I always I'm like, that's I just... love them.
0: I got those. I wear those. But oh. again, it's got to be special. Another thing is when your friends fucking step on your foot, like if you if you're wearing a shoe like that and people might like not know anything about it, not care or be like nice shoe, but they don't get it. I I find and I guess it's because maybe I'm wearing shows these shoes. so I'm hyper aware, but I find I get stepped on my fucking feet get stepped on. A half a dozen times a day. Right. right. Like my buddy, my buddy, he, he steps on my feet all the time to the point where we've almost gotten to a physical altercation because I'm like, <laughs> at some point, this is on you. you. You step on my foot every fucking day. Right. And I don't mind. I have let it go for months. Right. For a whole solstice, I've let it go. <laughs> you, you, you got it. You got to, you can, you now have to do a, an inventory on yourself and ask right. yourself, you, you, this is, this is aggression. Right, you, you gotta stop. He, every time you step on me, you you, you dock me two fifty. You can't be right. doing this shit.
1: Well, dude, I know I noticed that. If you're wearing something you love, they're bound to get ruined or fucked up. I have I have I have flip flops on, and no one will ever step on your feet. You know what I mean? But for some reason,
0: yeah,
1: for some reason, you put you put on a patent
0: le- leather loafer.
1: You're done. You're done. You're done. It's over. It's a wrap. I don't know why that is. For it's it's a it's, a, it's something in the universe. It's like um for me, I, I love cars. I, I love cars and like I know they're a waste of money and I am so particular. My car is disgustingly clean. It's 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 you know, I get made fun of from by my friends and my old lady. It's gross. They're like, This is gross. You know, like this is it smells clean. Like it
0: smells new. I've Dude, never I think f- we're honestly I think we maybe, maybe should date. I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> well, let's go. We got I a meeting. A, I have a I have a dust brush in my glove that I use daily. <laughs> because I don't want 12 hours of dust
1: accumulation on my day. Right. Right. Well, dude, I live in LA. It's all dust. I've dust I Look, do I dust the outside of my car? Yes. Yes, of course I do. <laughs> dude, I, it's it, it's something that it's it's also um my dad uh worked in the the car the automotive industry, the aftermarket industry and like I think he was really particular about you know, he always used to say he was like people don't wash their cars anymore. Nobody cares about their cars and while that may be true, people don't, I still wash my car by hand. I, I wash my car and I always get looks and the neighbors, you know, the, Oh, come wash mine when you're done. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha ha ha. You know, but, uh, yeah, right. but I love joy. It. it, but is it cathartic a little bit? It's like, a little, I love you. it. I love For it. You. I put and then it in you, the headphones. And then
0: it's not, yeah. It's not, yeah. And it's not, gonna take that long, but then when you're done, talk to me about the satisfaction, say a few words about, it. Ooh,
1: my God. Like talk to me about I, the feeling that you feel, uh, I would rather <laughs> when I'm dr- drying drying off the lines in my car feels better than sex with my wife. hundred percent drying off. I, th- I, yeah. I thought you
0: may go there because I it knew is. they were in the same neighborhood.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Look, if if I could have if I could if she could blow me while I'm drying off my car, <laughs> top of the mountain. Just blow your brains out after that. Top of the mountain. That's it. No, I love it. I love it because it's um. There's something so satisfying, you know. Um, you know the phrase "mise en place." You know what that means. In you ever heard that "mise en place"?
0: I feel I feel like I'm not cultured now that I.
1: No, you're no. It's I just learned it. I'm not a smart person either. But my friend is a chef, and "mise en place" is a chef term. It means everything in its place. But "mise en place," uh, it literally means that everything in its place. But it it's a it's a reference to um, chefs. Uh, "Mise en place" is like um, setting up everything for. For the kitchen to be perfectly ready, right? Like certain knives go in certain places. Everything is ready for the cook, and that's mise en place. And like I, I'm obsessed with that. And and I, when he told me what that meant, I was like, that's my whole life, dude. I yell at my wife if there's shoes by the door because I'm like mise en place. Where do those go? Those don't go by the door, do they? I mean, I'm a psycho with it.
0: I'm gonna stop doing that. I love the term. I'm gonna look it up. It's mise en place. Mise. <laughs> This is how bad yeah. I am because I have OCD, but like not OCD like, you know, oh, I have OCD. Like I know about uh, people's I have ADHD because I have crazy severe ADHD and I have crazy OCD. Yeah. So I, um, they go hand in hand. I have a carpet in my bedroom that I vacuum, like I vacuum it like every couple of days because I want it to, to get the perfect lines <laughs> and I just want it to look like pristine. Like when it, when I got it, yep. and then this is how sick I am. Then I kind of don't go in my room because I don't want to leave footprints on the perfect lines that I did. One hundred percent. Fucking Christopher Mintz-Plasse, right there. Call.
1: If I if I I Christopher Mintz-Plasse all day in my in my house. If I see a pillow that looks like it should be just a little bit up on the thing, I put it right up on the couch. If it's just a little bit low on the sag, I I prop it right where it's supposed to go. It's obsessive. I'm-
0: I'm forever fluffing pillows. I'm forever (laughs) fluffing them. I have, here's another thing. I have this little chandelier that hangs over my dining room table. It's a circle and I need it to be perfectly asymmetrical lengthwise and widthwise. And so what I do is, this is this is how, what of a nutcase I am. You'll find me <laughs> doing this five times a day. Yeah. I go and the, two, the legs of the table are equidistant. So I take the two chairs in the middle and I push them toward the two legs until they hit both legs. So that I know that the space between the two, two chairs is dead center on that table. And then mm-hmm. I run my hand dead center and I raise <laughs> my hand slowly, up to the circle, and I make sure it slices it dead in the middle. And if it doesn't, I will stay there for 10, 20 minutes, moving the fucking table back and forth, just trying to get the circle dead in the center in my dining room table. (laughs) This is no way to live. I understand. No, it is. This is mince plus. It's mince Plus to, to, to <laughs> cute.
1: By the way, I want to see that. If I could record watching you do that, just with and with like beautiful music playing in the background of you, of you trying to readjust your table constantly, <laughs> I can watch that on loop on YouTube because that's like. <laughs> That's OCD people getting off. That's OCD porn. Is you trying to perfect? I mean, you've you've seen these videos on like, You know, oddly satisfying. You know what that is, right? On it's oh, all over. Oh
0: my god! I can't get enough of it. I'm obsessed. Enough of it. I'm obsessed. I, I, I'll sit there in silence, <laughs> dude. I swear to God,
1: I, I can't stop scrolling. There's a guy that does. Um. Uh. He does, uh, and he has. <laughs> He has really nice hands, like beautiful hands, like really. (laughs) He's got like beautiful chocolate skin, this black dude's beautiful big hand. And he takes stuff and he scrapes things off the top like foam or little tiny um, uh, rubber balls out of like, oh, bro, it's so gross and annoying that I love it. and Because my my wife is like, why are you watching? It's so weird to watch that. And I'm like, (laughs) you don't get it. You just don't get it. It's there's something in it looks so it looks like it works like, oh, it's meant to be, you know?
0: Yeah. So that's that's probably we have some type of similar
1: disease. Yeah, we're sick. We're sick. Disease. I call it a genetic
0: trait, but it's a it's a disease. Well,
1: because like as your was your old man, was your dad uh, uh, very like militant with stuff or no? Were your parents like clean the house, clean the house yeah. type
0: of stuff? Yeah. My mom right now, right now, right now. I don't care what. Let's go. You knock on my mom's door. It's three in the morning. She's not expecting you. Right. You go in there, you take a sandwich, you throw it right on the floor. I'm telling you right now, you have zero barrier to entry. You go right to that sandwich, you pick it up, and you eat it. You're not getting a speck. My mom wakes up, (laughs) cleans, and goes to bed. Somewhere in my mom's life, she decided that her sole purpose was to just clean her home, and that's it. Like I get her on the phone, what are you doing cleaning? I gotta go a little while I'm cleaning. All right, I gotta go and clean what would you do today? I clean I, and I get there and it's like I, I, I go I go in a place like you might think you are clean, right? But every once in a while you think, oh man, I, I I don't I don't dust behind there. I don't get I go in our house, I I'll run my finger somewhere like you would never believe, like behind the fridge. <laughs> Right, not a speck of dust. And I'm just like, mom, this is how you're choosing to live your life. I love you, but this is over the top.
1: I, I'd love to see your mom just shimmy, your your tiny mom shimming out a big fucking fridge every two days just to get behind it by herself. In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. No days wasted. I'm here to talk to you about a product that I absolutely love uh dhm detox is phenomenal i just got another package in the mail once again look if you're someone like me that likes to have a couple of sips a couple of sip saps and by the way the holidays are coming so people are going to be sipping a lot more than usual what you need is some nutrients to get them toxins out of your blood everyone always says oh the next day i feel terrible it's because i didn't drink enough water yeah you might have not drank enough water but also you got toxins in your bloodstream you need to clean that out and feel good and healthy. DHM Detox uses science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and break down those toxins that are already swimming around inside you. Enjoy your holiday drinks this year and get back to doing what you love the next day without feeling awful. Okay, forget that Sunday feeling of like, ah, what am I going to eat that's greasy just to get over this awful, terrible feeling. Uh, DHM Detox has new hydration replenishers. It's an electrolyte drink that they just launched. It's delicious. Look, the flavors are so good and it does feel good inside of your body. Your body will thank you, I promise you. DHM Detox is so good to feel good the next day because we're all trying to have some holiday cheers. Uh, I've got you guys, I've got my Whisk Ginge peeps. For 20% off your first order and free shipping in the U.S., just head over to nodayswasted.co slash whiskey. Use the promo code whiskey at the checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash whiskey for 20% off. Whisk Ginge fans, I know you like to try new stuff, so do I screwball whiskey is what i'm pushing right now this stuff is absolutely delicious it's incredible it's the blend of two american favorites american whiskey and peanut butter flavor baby i love them both and you will too if you're mixing it with cocktails throw some screwball in there put something different huh you've had the same old same old fashion for a long time Try a new peanut butter old-fashioned. Sound good? Put it on some ice cream. That's what I like to do. Throw it in your coffee. Of course, if you're not driving and you're just standing at the house during the pandy hanging out. Drink responsibly, but also have some fun. Introduce yourself and others around you to the black sheep of the whiskey world, screwball whiskey, restaurant tour. Uh, And creator Stephen Yang, he fell in love with the taste of peanut butter when he came to America from Cambodia. And he brought us a delicious combination treat here to Southern California that now is available everywhere called Screwball Whiskey. Get your hands on some. Screwball, it's the original and most awarded peanut butter whiskey. It's now available anywhere near you. Pick up Screwball at your local store or get it delivered to your house today. Ready to hashtag Get Screwed? Go to ScrewballWhiskey.com. For more information, click on Buy Now. Please drink responsibly. Advertisement by Screwball Spirits, LLC, San Diego, California. Whiskey with natural favors. 35% alcohol by volume. It's 70 proof. Drink it up responsibly. My dad, my dad, my house was because uh, my dad's father was in the military. And I think that that influence got in his head. And then it ended up on me somehow because I, I, when I was a kid, kid, I was as messy as any kid. And then as a teenager, something clicked and it was like I became obsessed. When I got my first car, uh, same thing, I was obsessed with it. And it wasn't a fancy car by any means. Just, I was obsessed with keeping it clean, obsessed. And my friends would get in and make fun of me because I wouldn't let them eat or drink in my car. And I was so, they were so, they're like, you're so annoying. It's like, yeah, but I, I just, and they're like, this car's not even nice. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. I don't want any food or drink in here.
0: This is what I say. And so growing up, I would like take care of my toys, like pristine as hell. And my sister wasn't like that. And she's, a- my mom would be like, she'd take my toys. I get so upset. Right. And I'd be like, she's going to ruin my goddamn toys. And <laughs> what she would do this son of a bitch. She'd write her name. So my mom never knew who she bought what, if it wasn't like, it wasn't, if it was unisex, she didn't know who it belonged to. Right. So my sister would take it, of course, she, my shit. So my sister would write her name on my stuff. And then when I'd be like, that's my shit, she's ruining it. She'd be like, it's mine. And I don't know. I don't know how this fucking, this, this fucking paper thin plan worked. But my mom be like, "It's your sisters. I be like, "She wrote her fucking name on that." But I'm in this room right now, upstairs in my house, right? If I, in this closet I'm pointing to, I could open this door. I have my original Nintendo. You do my original, my original Genesis, my original GameCube, all those things. In the original manufacturer's packaging. Oh my in god! In mint condition. I have every Nintendo game in its original packaging with plastic seal. Where I just slit the top of it to open <laughs> up and take the cartridge out. Yeah. I have Zelda. I have everything you can imagine. My Nintendo. If I plugged it in right now, no blowing. No blowing. In no. down on first shot, hundred percent of the time. Sal, no, no hit, hit, hit. Tell hit. you a little about me. No hit, shake. All you need to know. No hit and shake. <laughs> no hit and shake. No hit and shake. I never See? met anyone else that didn't <laughs> have to go push it in, put it to the side, push bum, it down, bum, and just bum. like really hope for you know really hope for good luck.
1: Dude, you, you know what? I love you, but genuinely, you're a serial killer. You that is what a serial a ser- killer. That is I know a it. I know.
0: That's fine. That, it was $79.99. I bought it at Toys R Us with my confirmation money in 1987. I have the receipt still. <laughs>
1: confirmation, My confirmation money, baby. And you got paid back then. That was big money. That was Confirmation money big was money. big. You know what I got with my confirmation
0: money? I got a Nintendo and I got a, a, a replica, teen size. It's not a full, full size. Eddie Van Halen electric guitar and small Gorilla amp to go with it. I bought all that with my confirmation money. Uh, and I tell you, I never learned even a chord, and I have you 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 still can't play? Not a chord. <laughs> I don't even know what a chord is. I say chord because I know that that's what that means, but that's not a lick. Whatever you yeah. want to call it, not I electia. have it. I, but I but the but the, the guitar manifested. It, it found its destiny because on the on Jokers, uh, like five, six, seven years ago, I don't remember when we had to open for the Imagine Dragons, and um, at sold out jones beach was fourteen thousand people oh my god we were the fourth it was a third opener there were two real openers and then we went on before they went on they were so kind to let us do this and it was just me and joe on the show it was just like um um drums and guitar like uh like the white stripes or oh right
1: right 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 right. like black
0: keys and we just went out and we don't play a lick and we had to play like a bunch of songs to this (laughs) crowd that we're throwing batteries at us basically <laughs> by about the end of it but i used the guitar
1: the you guitar did I bought from your confirmation my money. confirmation yes how what's the biggest what's the biggest crowd that you guys have gotten to play to i know you did o2 didn't you do the o2 arena
0: yes we a few years ago we we we, we found our groove and got fortunate was like went into the arena market so uh how
1: what's the number what's the number of the o2 cuz you guys play you played the o2 a bunch right it's more than once you did it multiple times didn't you
0: We were uh, one, two. uh, We were there for three tours. Wow! And um, we played the O2 Arena seven times.
1: Wow! How many people are in there, man?
0: It's well, with the stage setup that we have, it was just below fifteen thousand.
1: Wow! How's that feel?
0: Uh, like, like, like I can't. It's hard to describe.
1: Yeah, that's wild,
0: man. It's hard to describe. It's it's surreal. It doesn't get old uh it it's it's an out-of-body experience it's a, you know like the first time i stepped on a stage of that magnitude and it was for us like it was for me and i was supposed to i i they were there they bought a ticket for me it's like i don't know i cry, like crying before crying after yeah like i, I it's just it's just weird <laughs> i did it also doesn't feel like i played it um right i still go to shows like comedians bands at these types of venues myself yeah. And I'm in the stands and looking and I'm and I there's a disconnect. I still look at them like, my God, like this venue, these people like look where I'm like, this is amazing. And I yeah. like I was on the stage. I, I do it. I do it. But like I I when I'm on stage, it's it just in a vacuum, you know, it's like it's like the show, my show. Right. When it airs, I don't think anything of it because I made it. It's like I'm showing you my video. Right. Everything about the show came from me. So it doesn't feel. Like how we feel, like how you feel when you're on Dave. I would feel way differently if I was on like a show like that because I'm part of somebody else. I'm in the zeitgeist of other people. Like it doesn't feel like, will you watch what I did? It feels like, oh shit, I'm on this other. Like I feel right. out more when I see myself on on like Raw, like like in wrestling in the in the stands, like in the first. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, look, 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 it's me. I'm on Raw. I'm in the stands. It's like I get more excited than my own show.
1: Yeah. I know. I, I get that. That makes sense. No, that, do, that, that does in, in
0: the venue. It's like yeah. up there and I do the show and I walk off, but I wish I could watch me from, you know, just right. a different feeling, you know?
1: No, you're right. I look, I was lucky to do a couple arenas with Rogan and it was indescribable, but like the reason I ask you is because I'm doing Rogan's show. It's his show. And a lot of his fans knew me because a lot of they have, there's a crossover, um, but for them to come for you, it's just got to feel. There's just got. That's a thing that I, I It's fascinating to me because to watch all those people, the way that they're looking, ten thousand people like staring at him. It's it's something to think. It's just something fascinating to me. It's it's indescribable because you're like, it. They all came out to watch you talk. <laughs>
0: it's it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and I I feel it at every venue, really. You know, yeah. like, I mean, this is still this is still unbelievable. But like Radio City, like the first time we played Radio City, I took the train there and I walked in the front door. And before I walked in the front door, I stood outside of Radio City and I videotaped it. And I just literally just fucking cried for like five minutes. straight. <laughs> like, but that was with the guys. And like me, I, I've i slowly graduated doing stand up. And I've, you know, I've done, you know, like C and B rooms and A rooms and then then small theaters. And even now. When I am going to a theater that the guys and I played like eight years ago, I'm just like, "Oh my god I, I'm yeah. here myself and it's like even if it's just like a thousand twelve hundred eighteen hundred whatever it is, I'm just like, I can't believe that people are getting babysitters and and paying a paying a parking garage right meeting their friends for their annual meetup and going to dinner and it just somehow ending up. And I'm the, I'm at the middle of that is, is something I'll never get used to. And it's something that like, it's like, I don't know. It's so special. Like so few of us get to experience. Fuck, I mean, fuck the theater, even like the comedy club, like right. you sell out a weekend or even not even sell out. It doesn't even matter. You're playing the comedy club for the weekend and people are coming there. They're basing their plans around you. Right. Right. You know, like how many comics are there? There's so many, but like how many comics are there really? Like, are there like how many working, touring, headlining? How many? Are there a, like a few hundred?
1: I think, I think Neil Brennan and I talked about this one time. He said there was just, just over 200 is what he guessed. He goes, I bet you there's like 225. I go, really? That's it. He goes, yeah, there's probably just below 250 working comics. And he was doing the math on like how many people could be at what weekends and what clubs. And he's talking about, just the idea of like how uh, statistically based on how many weekends and how many clubs average are a clubs and how many people get to do it a couple hundred maybe
0: yeah I mean doesn't that blow your balls off
1: yeah it's cr- when I think about it it we're, makes we're, yeah
0: there's eight billion theres seven and a half billion people on the earth yeah yeah it's crazy. it's crazy there's people in the United States we're, we're we're of 250 people that get to do that
1: it is weird when I think about it it gives me the creeps I don't like it, if I think about it too much it's kind of like uh, when you sell out your first show, uh, it gives you the creeps because you're like, "Whoa, every, they, oh my god!" There's all the all the humans are here. It's the weird. It's the it's a weird feeling, man. It's like a, catch
0: yourself on stage. I mean, it doesn't happen a lot if you I'm, I'm dialed in, but like maybe after. But like sometimes, like right before I'm going, even up on like a, just a spot. You ever catch yourself and go like, "What? What is, what is the fuck is my life?" Yeah. Oh, all, all the time. I wrote some ram. I wrote some ramblings. I'm gonna get on this soapbox, <laughs> and people are coming to me. For entertainment, yeah, like it's just like I like they're listening to what I have to say about fucking a bit I do on Family Feud. Like, what what is going on here? <laughs> Who am I? Where did I come from? I I, I don't understand. I don't understand our lives. By
1: the, by the way, by the way, I'm, I am obsessed with Family Feud. I think it's the greatest show on television. It, I, I literally will watch hours and hours and hours of it. I, I could watch Family Feud to hey, the dude. my favorite thing he does is when he's condescending to a wrong answer. It's my favorite. There was a woman on there that goes the question was uh I don't oh.
0: care what you think of Steve Harvey. I don't care he is he's so fucking good.
1: So good. I know. He had one there was one a woman goes a woman goes uh he goes I just love when he's like condescending and he's just like it's just a little slight like he does it just enough. <laughs> this woman goes uh the question was uh, your favorite. A, fa- a the f- the most popular country to vacation to. Popular country to vacation to. What state did she say? What's No, she goes, we're going to go with Africa, Steve, Africa.
0: <laughs>
1: and, and, and about as quick as he could, he just goes, he, he turns to the, he turns to the crowd and does the, you know, like <laughs> he does that. Then he looks at camera and does like a head bob. And he turns back, he goes, Janice, your favorite, your favorite, co- your favorite country, your favorite country is Africa. It's Africa. And she goes, we're going to go with Africa, Steve. He goes, Show
0: this woman, Africa ain't no country. <laughs> I just, dude, I feel bad because I I, I I was talking to Adam Ray uh, like earlier today on we yeah, was on this um, Family Feud came up and I discussed this, but dude, I gotta I feel weird not saying it to you. So first of all, Family Feud, number, my number one game show of all time, and I'm a game show guy. Macchi, yeah. dream come true. I have a game show now, but 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 um, Family Feud I have on my DVR. Um, uh, keep until I delete. Yes. Unlimited apps. <laughs> I also have the full DVD collection of Richard Dawson. I, I'm throwback. I love oh yeah! This. Shout out. I always say this, but shout out Ray Combs. I think he was like the best at it. But uh, I, I I watch I'll watch Family Feud bloopers for like two hours straight. My family um, when we have gatherings we play Family Feud. I bought, I used to think of the I bought the board game. I host. We split my family into groups. Two. Two or three New Year's Eve's ago, mm-hmm. I, we, we rented a house up in the Catskills. I bought a Baldwin a, a fucking Mustard <laughs> suit. I played Steve Harvey with my family. And we did family Feud. Now, two weeks ago, I get an email from our PR team that says we got invited on, on Family Feud. Amazing. So I'm going to go out there for charity in March. Who are you guys playing against? Do you know? no nothing i got this a few days ago they texted, okay. they they emailed us and said you guys want to come out i thought i had to go with my family but there's like the four of us i'm like who's the fifth and then like you can bake anyone you want for the fifth who's going to it's be- like the, the debate of who will yeah, be yeah
1: who next. is it going to be
0: i don't know but i'm having this is in march i'm already having anxiety attacks because i need to play fast money i need to play fast money yep. i do i have a whole bit on family dude i, I but i but I, I i'm like am i going to it's a moment of glory. It's like, give me the ball, man. Because like, am I going to shine and dominate Fast Money like I have done in my life forever, or am I going to choke? You know, and I, I honestly believe I should go second in Fast Money, and I'll take second because you know, second they give you five extra seconds, but you, you're on behind the eight ball from the beginning.
1: Seconds, seconds, way, way harder. It's way harder. Way harder. That's more pressure.
0: Yeah, my God, because you, you know all those first answers. If you if your partner is is pulling their weight. They should. They should have taken those. So you'll agree
1: with me on this because my wife and I yell at the TV every time we watch it together. We, literally, we watch Family Feud every day, and we yell at the TV every time. And I've tweeted at
0: them because
1: this bothers me.
0: Tell me what bothers you because I have something. <laughs> Look at tell me. Could have done an episode just on Family Feud. They always tell you what the number
1: one answer is, but I have to know what the number two answer is. It bothers me. It's so when he goes. Number one answer was chicken, and you're like, I know, but I need to know what the second answer was because I need if, to know it. If the numbers are close, I need to know what it was. What was number two?
0: Yeah, because this this is the only way we get satisfaction. Yes. Whole bit. My whole bit is it's a two pronged bit. Family Feud. I do Prices Right too. I'm heavy on the game shows. <laughs> uh, first of all. We, I think we walk around and we just go about our lives. And we, we lie to each other because we, we all act like the third round of Family Feud actually means something, and right. and it doesn't. It's triple points, so mm-hmm. you could get every single answer right, everything, everything. The other team doesn't get to go. Right. You get five bangers, eight right. bangers, and you clear the board. You're at two ninety nine because you can't get you can't get it with the first two, and then you make a mistake. You get three X's. And one person has to say one word on that team to steal round three. It's over. Steal the whole fucking game. It, yeah. It's, it's a problem. It's an inherent problem with the game. The other thing is these people, the game's been on for, <laughs> I, it's got to be 40 years. It's got to be least. 40 years. Yeah. They have not changed the final prize money. In f- <laughs> you, these people are going on. It's five adults. They're playing for 20 grand taxed. To split, yeah. <laughs> Less hotel and airfare. They're they're losing a couple hundred dollars each to go on Family Feud and, and dominate. And then when they win fast money, they get up there and celebrate like they won the fucking lottery. The fucking <laughs> the women kick their heels off. Fucking Steve Harvey's doing the Dougie. The guys like it's just it, the celebration does not match the winnings. True. It's so so they're all winning. It's 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 twenty grand five. So they're winning four thousand less taxes. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but I do. When you win a prize money, tax is in the fifty percent bracket. So now yeah. they're down to two thousand each. Right. Now hotel and airfare. Guess who's not putting you up? Family okay, feud.
1: feud. I yeah. was waiting for
0: you to guess it. I'm, yeah. If I stumped you, I'm sorry. No. So now now you got if you're any if unless you find spirit and staying at a, at a comfort, you spend at least five six hundred dollars on hotel and airfare. You're going home with a thousand dollars at the end of that thing. You're dominated. What is a thousand dollars? I mean, it's a we, uh, Okay, it's a paycheck, but like, I don't know, man. They no, need to it, up. That you're shit. right.
1: Well, that's always bothered me. It's the same thing It's bothered me about Jeopardy. And uh, rest in peace, Alex. RIP. I, I fucking I love Jeopardy, but it, oh, it gri- drives me insane that if you win, you get a fuckload of money. You get to keep other money. Second place gets two thousand, and third place gets a thousand. And you're like, wait, what? What? These are these, these 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 are these geniuses. Just had, he had sixteen grand, right? He gambled, and he and he lost four four grand. You're not going to let him keep any of it. You're just going to give him a thousand dollars. Sponsored by Advil. It's always like a sponsor. $1,000 from Advil. No, give me the fucking money. Steaming pile of
0: shit. And I actually (laughs) am having this debate right now on my own talk show because it's two contestants, and I found that only now in season three that the person who wins, the other person, doesn't keep their money up to that point. What? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, we're playing our final round is for 30000 max. Yeah, and that might not. Well, it's more than fucking Family Feud splits twenty grand among five grown five adults. people. Yeah, <laughs> so we're doing thirty grand for a person. And when you're in that like hot seat, like when you're when they pick you to go to the finals, like these people, like thirty thousand dollars is life changing money. Hundred percent. You feel that like it's it's all on the up and up and they could go home with zero. And sometimes they'll turn and like, they'll be like, I want purses. I want to buy new purses. And you're like, all right, whatever. But sometimes they'll turn to me like, you know, you know, I've had this prosthetic leg for so long. And you're like, oh my (laughs) God. God. I feel it in my sack. I'm like, I almost get tears in my, I've got, I cried on season three on this show. I cried because like, I was like, someone was like, I haven't seen my mom in like a decade. And I want to fly to see her. And we won the money. Oh, I just started like off the show. It's like, it's out of place. I should not be crying. On the <laughs> game show. What I did is it, it gets, it gets heated. Like you actually care for these people. And so now I'm trying to reverse the whole thing and make sure that the loser gets the the money that they they
1: you need it you need it because you know what my least favorite game show does it wheel of fortune is my least favorite and they give those people get to keep whatever their money right they get they get they i think they get whatever i think they get to keep whatever money they earn is not that right maybe i'm wrong how I don't know I don't know but I don't watch them because I don't like Wheel I of Fortune. Why
0: some game shows I don't watch Wheel of Fortune either. It's trash. But my I, when I live with my grandparents we used to watch it a lot. Do you go back way back with Wheel of Fortune? Do you remember the old Wheel of Fortune before Here, they had like really? Here's why they had.
1: My grandmother is obsessed with it. My grandmother's obsessed because my grandfather used to play crosswords every day. In fact, I put up a picture online and 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 I, I said to somebody yeah my 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 poppy you know i he was always in the kitchen and he'd be smoking with coffee and playing you know the crosswords in a, a newspaper and sure enough i got a photo the other day of him I'm at the firehouse in chicago with him he's playing a crossword puzzle they were obsessed with puzzles like word puzzles like that obsessed but i never got into it i never loved wheel of fortune like my grandmother watched it incessantly she loved it she loved that and ice skating that's all my grandmother watched ice skating
0: <laughs> she loved ice skating. Um, Wheel of Fortune used to come on like seven seven thirty. Right, like right before like the good sitcoms. Yeah, and um, I used to live downstairs from my grandparents my, on my mom's side, and so I'd go upstairs and we'd watch Wheel of Fortune, and then we'd watch the Yankee game on WPIX Channel Eleven, and then right after we'd watch Syndicated Jefferson. So the Jeffersons is my favorite show of all time. And really? Yeah, me and my grandparents used to watch it every single night at eleven o'clock, and I went to bed right after. But Sherman Hemsley like my hero. So, um, but with Wheel of Fortune, the old ones, if you remember this, before they had like $25,000 or mm-hmm. like, they used to, you had to take your cash. You couldn't go home with cash. You had right. to take your money. And they, they had on like a fucking, like a 50 like a, like a, like a, like a foot lazy Susan It would turn and it was just products. Yeah. And it was like a sofa, a washer dryer, you know, like whatever. And it had a price tag on it. Right. As it as it spun, you'd have to just buy shit from them. Right. Which, when you think about it now, is like, give me the money. Yeah. (laughs) What? I want the money. It's it's relegated to whatever was on the Lazy Susan. And what happened inevitably, if you remember this, but OGs do, is that there was only one prize under a hundred dollars. So when you depleted your money, the only thing that you could buy, you weren't allowed to have leftover money. Right. So they would always go. And with my last $60, it was like a thing. They go, I'll take yeah. the Dalmatian. Right. It was a statue of a Dalmatian. <laughs> it was like 70 bucks. And yeah. they used to like, just buy, like, I'll take the lawnmower. I'll take the blender. And then at the end, they'd be like, and have the, I'll take the Dalmatian. <laughs> and it was just a fucking, I like a, just, a, it was just a statue of a fucking dog.
1: It's so funny. It's so funny because they knew that they were like, look, we can't give these people money. This we're just going to give them a limited amount of options of shit that they don't fucking she need. them
0: like children.
1: Yeah. You can't trust these idiots with fucking money. No. We got to tell them what to have. You you're getting a washer whether you like it or not. Well, that was always what blew my mind is I learned that the price is right um uh, uh uh the price is right will give you so if you decide to get a product or whatever you know about this right yes yeah, like, i do because they had to start telling people they they people were selling off stuff and it was i think it became i know a what you it became a big issue that they were selling off uh products so it was you can take the cash um instead of the product but it's not only is it taxed it's it's taxed for, or a game show tax, a state tax, a licensing. Tax. So there's all these taxes. A friend of a friend won something big and he was like, I'll, I'll just take the cash. And it was like 20 percent of what he was supposed to get. And he was like, well, this is how they do it. They sucker you to being like, oh, you should take the product
0: because they didn't fucking pay for it.
1: It was free. So, so they don't want right. to give you cash. No, they want to give
0: take the product of college I worked at Prudential Securities in Manhattan I was at for like four or five years and a friend of mine at a lunch break dropped her name in um a raffle at the uh, um at the bull over in uh, like Wall Street like the big right. bull right yeah so there was like they were having a they were giving away a jaguar right <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was like today we're giving away today and she dropped her name in it, came back from lunch, we're sitting around, we're in the office sitting in our cubicles, she gets a call, she won the Jaguar. No way. She won a brand new Jaguar. And it was like 60 grand. And they were like, if you take the Jaguar, you, you have to pay the taxes on it. Of course. So she took the cash payout less the taxes.
1: Right. But right I, which...
0: that, that's when I learned of that kind of thing. We were like, what? So, yeah. so, so people can't afford, how, think about that sentence. I can't afford to win the prize. Right. <laughs> it's insane. Well, that that's what happened
1: with uh, ABC got in a lot of trouble because that extreme home makeover show. I don't know if you remember that. You know that move that bus. It was a bus. Move that. To right. Pennington. They got in so much trouble. You talk yeah. about tears, right? He, yes, I know. They lace him up. They, they're like, and she's a, she's a vet, and her dad died, and also they, her cousin got into a car accident, and she donated her kidney. Like they give you the sobbiest story. It's un fucking real, and you're just like, give these. She's got one. She's got one limb, and uh, and <laughs> <laughs> the <new> they new three limb <laughs> technology. We're gonna give her. They got in so much trouble because. Um, they were giving people such big houses upgrades, they couldn't pay the taxes after the houses were reassessed. So after they came out and reassessed the worth of these homes, they couldn't afford them anymore. It was so expensive. So
0: they were taking them away from them?
1: So what happened was, this went public, you can Google this, a woman kind of spoke publicly about it. They The production was like, oh boy, we better fix this problem. This isn't good. We're, we're leaving people basically in the hole, right? Yeah. Uh, and so essentially from that point forward, this is years ago. And the show would then continue. They started, if you noticed, because I, I used to like to watch the show. They would go, and Ty Pennington would be, and so and so charity is going to take care of the the uh, the taxes on the house for x number of years or whatever they started talking about it openly on the show because they were Uh. yeah because they got called out for their shit they were like and 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 so and so insurance is going to pay for the next 15 years you can live here happily with your family and your mom and your dad you know all this shit (laughs) like
0: you're "You're on the clock yeah 100 (laughs) percent.
1: but you knew that well they had to because they got called out because essentially that's that is the weirdest thing you can't afford to win it was like you can't afford they can't afford the upgrades on a they can't afford that on that new house. That's, that's that's it's it's money they
0: never had. You're pulling them because they're less fortunate, and then right. they're like, "Yeah, just pay taxes on this three hundred thousand dollar home." You know, right? Right? It's impossible.
1: You're pulling them into a category they, they can't be in.
0: I I mean, I used to cry. There wasn't an ep- I, I can't watch an episode of that without crying. Uh, undercover Boss, I cry sometimes.
1: Love, love that show. Love that show. Yeah, you get, you, you get welled
0: up. I get welled up. I don't care. I think it should be. Should be you know.
1: Men should be allowed to well up about that. So I you know you, you know what makes me cry every time though it's always uh, kids kid stuff. If it's a little sad kid thing, I, I'm I'm gonna lose my shit. It's impossible. You know uh, Cheerios, fucking Cheerios had a commercial. My wife laughs because she she cries at the drop of a hat about everything else. But commercials and shit. She's like, I give not believe you're crying at a fucking commercial. I cry. I, I cry, cry at commercials all the
0: time. <laughs> me too.
1: She cries about real life issues. I cry about fucking commercials.
0: commercials. No, you're so right. It's so true. I, I, it's hard for me to shed a tear in real
1: life, but like, I don't. Yeah, I know it's funny. But, a, but, but Cheerios had a commercial. I'll never, I'll never forget. They, they'll probably play it again now for the holidays. This little boy, he's got like a chip tooth. <laughs> his little fucking ugly teeth. You know, he's he's cute as shit. His dumb little haircut. And he's eating cheer, uh, Cheerios and he says, Mom, um, did you eat Cheerios with grandma when you were a little when you were a little girl? <laughs> and mom says, yeah, honey, I did. And he says he, he he goes down to the fucking bowl. He looks up with these cute, beautiful, big eyes and he goes, so when we have Cheerios ca- together, it's kind of like we're having Cheerios with grandma, too. Oh. And the mom like rubs his head and is like, "That's right, buddy. That's right, we are." And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, Cheerios!" <laughs> <laughs> Just losing my shit because of Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: it's it's oats, and I'm crying.
1: <laughs> no, it's I'm a I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff, and uh, I'm not af- I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not afraid to admit it.
0: How are you with watching yourself on on TV, movie, like things that you do? Like, do you do you watch it? Can you watch yourself? No way,
1: no way. It gives me so anxiety. You so you don't
0: go watch. You don't watch yourself at all. Like even like even in like at a cure, like I've seen myself, but I but the thing is with my I'm like when I'm on another show I'll watch it, but my own show like I'm already editing it myself too. Like I'm not I've mm. seen it, so I'm not watching it. But I I only focus on the things I hate that I my the, the choices I made that I hate. That's what I do.
1: Oh. Yeah. Incessantly. I can't, I can't do it. I can't watch. It gives me anxiety. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I really get nervous. I don't, I really can't. I don't enjoy You
0: still. It. Like you, you've been around the block. You, you've landed big roles. You've been on like in scenes with like, like prominent other people. Like you, you are like just as much in that scene as you are in this scene. I'm someone who if I'm doing it myself, I, I know what I want from it. And I know right. like, if I know, what my intentions are, then I have a confidence. Mm-hmm. Other than that though, my confidence is low. And I, I if I'm anywhere out of my comfort zone or uh, trying something new, I am like gravely insecure about it. Um, to the point where like if I was acting and stuff, I, I I would do it, but I would be so insecure. Like do you, when you're on set, like have you, after you get past the initial butterflies, like do you still, is that something that sits with you every day or when do you gain the confidence? Yeah. like? you know when are you like this is my job i belong here i know these people they think i belong here i'm happy with my choices like i'm adding to this project do you feel those feelings like how long does it take to come like i think i think i did i felt you know this not to sound like this is my podcast now yeah
1: yeah yeah let me answer i I think uh no i think i think my first sitcom i i learned a lot and i think when i learn, i i learned so much about my levels of being comfortable with myself and my skill and my ability. And it also made me, you know, I'm not a classically trained actor. I'm a dumb guy. I'm a stupid guy who was a stand up who's lucky enough to be an actor. And I know it and they know it and I'm cool with it. And it's like, dude, I, I am not, I am not a, I'm the lowest rung. I'm the first thing. So I think I'm so comfortable and I have no jitters or butterflies with that because. It's a mutual, you know what I mean? Like I'm not because
0: the reason I even ask is because um, the first time I became familiar with you, I I instantly liked. Like I I liked your stand up, and I I kind of like really dug like just the way you carry yourself. And then we met, and we were at festivals, and we might have even done some stuff together. And and I always note like how confident you are on stage. Yeah, Um, I I I mean it just it's undeniable confidence. So like I just. That's something I envy because I always talk about this. But even, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm good on stage, you know. But but like I see younger comics or new kids or even open micers like that have this confidence that I didn't have then. Same. And I'm just and I'm just wondering like you're so confident on stage. Does it translate over to that? And like do you, do you achieve that same kind of because you have to believe that you belong there and are contributing in a meaningful way, right? Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't keep doing it.
1: Right, the only I mean like I've always I've always felt pretty conf, confident on stage and I w- I was good young with my confidence, but it was it's only because um I never really thought it was going to I never had the idea that it was like going to work out or not work out. Like I was just like I'm going to go do it and I'm not I'm not going to give a fuck. I think I I didn't give a fuck at a young age about if um if all the other comics loved it or if it was a perfect set. I was just like, I'm going to keep chugging along at this thing and it'll figure itself out. And then the pressures get bigger as you get to grow as and your audience gets bigger. And then you get a little bit more anxious. I'm more anxious now when I have big shows to do. But when it comes to TV stuff, I'm not nervous at all unless unless I'm performing with somebody who I am... That, that i that i'm that i respect a shitload like when i did give me an example yeah well the, the i mean when i larry when i did curb this year this past year
0: dude that's another thing i saw you i on, was nervous like, as shit my fucking shit i'm like you're in yeah. everything now
1: i was nervous i'm not even gonna pretend i was so fucking nervous with larry because it's larry if it was anybody so is it, else is it's is
0: it soft it's soft scripted too right so you had to oh, yeah. just break. oh yeah he just but that's yeah. a dream you did you did you did <laughs> everyone's dream but you that is that is Without a doubt, hands down, ask me anything, any show, any role, any movie, anything. It's what you did. It's that.
1: Yeah, that's that's my, that. That's my I mean, it was like I, that to me was the pinnacle I, because working with someone that I love and respect that I really, truly think is a, a comedic genius. It made it made me nervous. No. Did you get to talk to him before the scene? Yeah. we When no I re- audition for him. Yeah. For him, with him. Yeah. Me, me and him. And then it just helped a lot because Jeff, Jeff Garland was there and he knew me and yeah, it was just kind of like, it made Larry feel comfortable, but Larry, um, Larry was very nice to me and said some very nice things that I'll hold dear in my heart. And it was amazing that he, you know, to make him laugh, to make him break was the greatest feeling on planet earth. It was like, oh. it was like, I, I beat the game. You know, it's like, I beat the last it's over, boss. Dude, yeah. It's
0: over. You did it already. Yeah. See, you know, it's funny. Like after that, how could you be nervous? That like, how could you be nervous? Well, well, unless I, unless
1: it's somebody that I'm that I hugely respect. Like I'm not a I'm not someone who. First of all, my wife makes fun of me because I'm stupid with like famous people. Like I, I always ask. I'm like, who is that girl? What's her name? And she's like, dude. Every fucking time we see that's it's Emma Stone. I'm like, right. And I just I never remember. I'm really bad. So if I, they could be sitting next to me, I would f- never fucking know, and which is kind of embarrassing. I should know sometimes, but it I. I don't, famous people don't do it to me like little heroes of mine. Like, Larry was a hero. You know, like, he's a fucking hero of mine. So, 100%. like, who else would make me nervous would be, um, you know, I think Ed O'Neill would make me nervous because I, I fucking, I was obsessed. Uh, like, your your Jeffersons was my Married With Children. I was, sure. I was obsessed. And I was obsessed. I, because it was people I knew. It, married With Children was basically Chicago families that I knew. It was exactly like people I knew. It was like. Oh, these these are just blue-collar families that I that, – that's my family. I know all these people. So, right. you know, in the dirty mouth and all that stuff, I come from a line of filth, filthy-mouthed people People's and are- – it just felt so normal, and you know, and and I also love that it was so naughty that America was angry about it. I was like, I fucking love this show. I love that people are like, it's gross. I'm like, oh. All
0: I remember about that was like, it was like maybe 1990, and it was Fox just launched. Yeah, and it took the world by storm. That show.
1: Yeah, I mean, people were so mad. Nothing else before it, yeah, I Pe- remember people people wrote letters saying how appalling it was. And how, how brash and gross and rude it was. I mean, dude, you watch it now, it's fucking tame. It's so tame. It was just, for the time, it was so... It was just, they were saying shit that, like, joking couples would say to one another. But it was naughty. And and which is weird, because there shows there had been television before that pushed the, the limits. You know, but I just think... Like, Archie Bunker broke all the rules. And for some reason, it was okay. I don't know why people hated Mary with children so much right, you know
0: right right that makes sense did you see the, the how they redid like the all in the family Jefferson's episode the live yeah, yeah. pretty pretty freaking wild that they Dude, did it's, that.
1: it's, it's awesome uh, um uh uh why can't I what can I say his name that produced Woody it. no that produced it oh
0: uh, yeah um uh, Carl, is it Carl call no no not Carl Reiner um oh yeah the the most famous he did all the, every one of those shows
1: yes and I can't I, I can see him I see him right now I mean, you he know,
0: actually he actually said a little something up top, and I was like, "He's alive."
1: <laughs> I know, dude. He's like 92 years old. Wait, and I see his face, and I see his face, and I see his face.
0: I know the name too, man. I'm see, bad.
1: Emma Stone. It's Emma Stone. He did all of them. Yeah, Emma Stone did all of them. Yeah. No, that's that to me is That'd uh, kill me. Yeah, it, we'll never get it. It'll it'll I'll just text you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Text me later and text me the text me the Jordan video. I won't. The I won't Jordan show video, it.
0: The Jordan video was on like six phones ago, which means okay. it's in my. It's probably in my cloud. I got it. it means you'll get it. You won't get it tonight. <laughs> That's fine. But I got. I got. To, I just got. To, I just got to go locate the the trip. That's all. All right.
1: Good. Well, um, brother, I love you. I appreciate you doing this. Honestly, I, res- I respect you. I think you're a great performer, a great dude. Thanks, man. Uh, you have the world uh, going for you, and it's it's not going to stop anytime soon, unless, of course, uh, those allegations come out about you kissing me when I I didn't want it. And I didn't want it. (laughs) Montreal, you remember backstage you kissed me? I said, no. You you said, come on, baby boy. And I gave in because you're so cute, but. I think you're going to have uh, – uh, the rest of your career is going to continue to be incredible, and I'm happy for you, and I really do you love you. Thank you. you. I,
0: I echo those sentiments, I mean, genuinely and, and fully, man. You're, the, you're oh. the man. I love you. I admire you. I love your stuff. Always love when we get to chop it up, hang out, talk, all that stuff. And uh, Thank you, brother. I do it more, man.
1: Me too, man. As soon as this thing ends, I'm sure I'll see more of you because I, I owe New York a trip. Um, and in the meantime, um, everyone that's listening, please do yourself a favor. Uh, go listen to one or both. Uh, of of uh, his podcast. They're both very good on the No Press Network. No Press uh, YouTube. Is it YouTube.com? No Press? Is that what it is? No Press Network. No Press Network. Go and watch. Um, it's funny. It's very funny and uh, great to see you, bro. And I appreciate you again. Cheers to
0: you. One last cheers. cheers brother. Thank you. we love to and, have and, you on and don't come to New York without, without hitting me up, too.
1: No, I, of course. And hey, we end the episode the same way. Okay. I want you to look in the camera. I'm going to walk away. Um, you're going to say one word or one phrase. It's going to end the episode, but I have to be off camera. So you look right into camera and say one what? word. What? you
0: driving that on? one word or one phrase?
1: Yeah, and it ends the episode. So go ahead when you're ready.
0: Minute on the lips. Lifetime on the hips. In here, we pour
1: whisk, 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 whisk ginger
0: beard sturdy ginger
1: like that. the
0: ginger gene is a curse gingers are beautiful. you owe me five dollars for the whiskey and 75 dollars for the horse gingers are hell no this whiskey is excellent ginger i like
1: gingers